Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today, we're going to learn a lot about the food supply chain. The topic is reimagining the food supply chain with Eric Risto and Luis Pajares. Welcome, Eric. Welcome, Luis. Thank you, Joe. So before we get started, Eric, please introduce yourself and your company. Sure. My name is Eric Risto. I'm the Vice President of Product and Application Management here at Lineage. I've been with Lineage for almost seven years now. Lineage specializes in the temperature-controlled storage space. So what we do is we really focus on the storage and transportation of all sorts of food product and supporting articles for retailers, manufacturers, or other distributors of food all across the world. Yeah, you guys have been in the news a lot. If you're not paying attention, (laughs) they are grabbing headlines all the time in logistics biz. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Luis, please introduce yourself and your company. Thank you, Joe. Luis Pajares, um, the Chief Revenue Officer for Turbo, and Turbo is collaboration software built specifically for the supply chain. I've been with Turbo for about one year, and I'm responsible for sales, marketing, and the customer experience team. Our software serves the entire supply chain, shippers and 3PLs, carriers, and everyone in between that's involved in moving things in that supply chain. So, Luis, you've been there, done that, got the hat. What made you join Turbo a year ago? You know, one of the things that has always attracted me are several things. Is the market big? Has the market transformed itself? And is the solution and the people around the solution top-notch. And that's what I found when I discovered Turvo. We have a fantastic leadership team. The solution's been accepted by the premier companies in the supply chain like Lineage. And really, the industry is very large. It's 8% of the U.S. GDP. And it's been an industry where software has really underserved the modernization of that supply chain. And with all those things together, it became the right place at the right time to help an industry make great progress. Nice, nice. So, Eric, how about you? When did you join Lineage and why did you join? What drew you there? Yeah, so I joined Lineage in 2014. I come from a management consulting background and really inherent in management consulting is is striving to to solve your client and your customers' problems. When I spoke to the people at Lineage and the ownership group that was building this platform, you know, there isn't a bigger problem that we really face on a global scale than ensuring people are fed. And so what I was really most attracted by was being able to have an impact in that space. Ensuring people get fed is critical to all sorts of things like education, economic security, you name it, food is the core of who we are as humans. And there's simply too much waste and too much inefficiency in the space. And I was compelled by the opportunity to make a difference. 
Yeah, that's for sure. And I'll tell you, you know, we talked when we prepped for this, we talked a little bit about the food safety. That's a huge aspect. I know we revamped the FDA not so long ago and how they manage transporting and storing food. So good stuff. So today's topic is reimagining the supply chain with Eric and Luis. Eric, why do we need to reimagine it? What's wrong with it? What's broken? Yeah, when you look at the temperature controlled 3PL space, so third party logistics space where we are storing product on behalf of our customers, you know, retailers, manufacturers, as I previously mentioned, this is a very fractured regionally based industry. And the opportunity here is to really build a network that services our customers on a global scale. There's no current means for large manufacturers and food companies to see where their product is moving when it comes to international shipments, exports, and even on a domestic basis, where their product currently is and how they need to load balance their inventory to ensure that they're getting their product in a timely manner uh, with the requisite safety to the end consumer. And so there's a huge opportunity here to build this scale and to service our customers more completely through this process. Right. So right now, if you look at the 3PLs that specialize in cold chain. If you were a big shipper, a lot of times you're working with a whole bunch of different companies across the United States, which means a whole bunch of different systems, a whole bunch of different management, different processes. Everything's different, right? Yep. And which just leads to a lot of disconnection. And you know, you mentioned the import and export. I think about 15 or 20% of the food we consume in the United States comes from somewhere else. So it was exported or imported here, right? That's absolutely right. And how do you track and trace that? How do you ensure that the product maintains its quality is within its temperature specs throughout the course of that journey? And, you know, what we're here to provide is to give our customers a peace of mind. They're entrusting their product with us. It is our duty to make sure that we're maintaining the requisite quality and safety around that product and getting it to their end destination when they need it there. Right. You know, I always think when we talk about transporting stuff, transporting boxes of auto parts is important. Obviously, plants need to run. But when I start talking about food, now I have to worry about safety. And when you talk about cold chain, now I really have to, it's perishable. That means it's produce, it's meat, it's something that is going to spoil at some point. So time is of the essence. And also, you got to make sure no crazy people tamper with it. You have to make sure there's at no point is there an opportunity for pests to get at. So the bar is much higher when we talk about cold chain, right? Yeah, there's no question. There's such a time sensitivity to this. Being able to make sure that the product doesn't spoil in our warehouses is of critical importance. But the fact that we need to get it within the right shelf life to the retailers is of paramount importance to our customers. So ensuring that they have the right visibility and the ability to make decisions around their inventory in a timely manner is critical to the overall success of our business and the food security as a whole. Right. So I want to talk a little bit about reducing food waste. Then I want to talk about the disconnected nature of this industry. We'll bring in Luis on that. So talk about food waste and why that's such a problem and why we need to reimagine that food supply chain. Well, if you look at the food waste problem, you know, it varies depending on the regions that you're looking at on a global basis. When you're looking at more developed countries, you know, we waste so much food at the end of our supply chain. We love seeing stocked grocery stores. But the problem with that is that a lot of that perishes within that process. You know, you go behind a grocery store and there's just food being littered in the dumpsters and then going to a landfill. That just 
energy waste, that's effort wasted, that's fuel wasted in ensuring that that product gets there and then just ends up in a dumpster. It's really sad to see that happening. And we want to try to transform how people think about that process and getting the right amount of food to the right amount of people in the right channel is critical to that success. Right. You know, that's a crazy thing when you think about it. That Let's just say it's bread. That moved through a very long supply chain to get to the shelves. Well, And that's obviously probably lasts a little longer than a lot of cold chain food stuff. And the idea that it gets thrown out after the end of that expensive journey, that's, that is crazy. And then the idea that maybe there's somebody five miles away who's hungry. Exactly. Fix that. Yeah. How do we repurpose this? How do we avoid? The last thing we want to do is placing food in a dumpster. That's just egregious waste, right? right? How do we ensure that we repurpose it so we can put it on a secondary market for additional human consumption? Let's donate that product. Let's ensure that people that are being underfed or undernourished have access to this and even get our customers a tax write-off in the process by donating it, right? But even if it's not fit for human consumption, we can evaluate whether it's fit for animal consumption. If that's not the case, let's at least put it in something like an anaerobic food digester so we can generate electricity and heat off of it that goes back into our facilities and helps cool the product overall. The last thing we want to do is send it to a landfill where it gets compressed and then, you know, doesn't decompose for hundreds of years and just complete, you know. Yeah, complete, complete waste. Yeah, complete waste. Complete negative impact on the environment as a whole. Yep. And I think what you're, all these problems you talk about, I know the answer is because it's the same answer over and over again on my podcast. We need better data. So talk about that disconnection that we currently have because we have so many different players involved in the average cold chain. Yeah, it's a common paramount problem that we're all facing, right? Access to real-time data to make more informed decisions in increasingly uncertain environments. And the problem is acute for us simply because we've grown so quickly. You know, over the last 10 years, we've made over 50 acquisitions. In 2020 alone, we made 39 acquisitions of different companies. Integrating those companies into a single platform is incredibly challenging. So not only do you have to ensure the pipelines and you're normalizing data appropriately and and providing the right services to get it real time to the end users who need that information to, to make better decisions, but you also need to figure out how you purvey that information. And that is why our partnership with Turbo just made so much sense. Right, They have built this platform that solves all of those problems from a scalability perspective that we're looking for. They so what, of, so what are like, those problems? Yeah, it's, you know, how do you build a hub, a collaboration platform where you can engage with all parties in the supply chain? This isn't just providing our customers visibility to their inventory. It's allowing our customers to engage with their inventory, tell their customers where their product is on the road, interacting with the carriers and allowing the carriers to schedule the appointments there within the tool and then also engaging with the driver to see if the driver's on time to the appointment. So it's really providing a collaboration and integration point. We call it a single pane of glass where we're working with our customers and they're working with their stakeholders to ensure that we're moving the product seamlessly through the supply chain. Right. So why did Lineage choose Turbo for this project? wrong way to say it because it's a lot more than a project. It's over this as this partner, I guess. Well, to be perfectly honest, Turbo shares the same vision that we do. 
they understand the complexities of the supply chain and they're building solutions independently of us to solve the same problems that we're looking at. There needs to be an integrated platform that provides for us, it's uh, food services companies with visibility to where their inventory is across their entire network. And that's what Turbo is doing for us. And they're accelerating that process. You know, if we were to build a similar tool from scratch, we'd be on a five, 10 year horizon. But this is Turbo's bread and butter. And so it made immediate sense to us. And there's tons of synergies with this process to partner with them to accelerate this vision. Yep. So Luis, jump in here. I know one of the things we talked about when we were prepping that I thought was kind of fascinating. Eric said he had a whole bunch of companies they were acquiring and they all had different systems. So you have all these formerly separate companies all under one roof, but with different systems. How does Turbo fix that? So to that point, the Turbo approach brings three fundamental processes to the solution. One, you have to unify all those disparate systems of record, the 19 WMSs and the 10 TMSs and all those ERPs, the first thing you have to do is through a cloud-based API hub first approach is to unify all those systems of record so you can digitize all that data. Eric talked about making decisions are difficult because all your data is always fragmented. Well, with Turbo, the first thing you do is you unify all your systems of record. The second approach, Joe, is you connect with your customers and your partners. And this is a really, really fundamentally important point. The supply chain is a chain of shippers and 3PLs and carriers and customers. And supply chain software has historically not looked as the supply chain as a network. So Lineage will be out offering Lineage Link to their customers and their customers now are sharing and collaborating on the workflows of how all that food moves in a digital seamless way. So that's the second point. And then after you unify all your systems and you connect your customers and your partners, then you start collaborating digitally in a much more effective way. So you get rid of the analog check calls, you get rid of email, you get rid of Excel sheets, and you start collaborating digitally so that you can improve not only your efficiency, but also improve your customer experience. And that's what we're very excited about is helping Lineage continue to differentiate their brand by bringing a much better customer experience to its customers. Yep. It's interesting, Eric and uh, Luis, while you were talking about this, with the vision of we're not going to waste as much food in, as we have in the past. So we're going to forecast better. We're going to communicate better throughout this whole supply chain. And we're all connected through this lineage link. And what's fascinating to me, though, is, and this is the challenge that I don't think has been met yet, except maybe by lineage, is that you can't give spoiled food to the charity down the street. You have to be able to say a week before, I'm imagining, hey, this amount of food is what's required in this grocery store but we have 30% more and we can donate that. You need really good data to do that, right? There's no question, right? And so there's... You know, this all centers around master data management as it relates to product masters and ensuring that we have the right mechanisms in place 
to make our customers aware of when they need to take action. We're not trying to build just a system where our customers can see that everything is moving well and, you know, drivers are showing up on time to their appointments and we're turning the trucks around. We're building an exception management system. We want our customers to know when things are going wrong so they can take appropriate action. So whether or not that's product not meeting its shelf life to go to the large big box retailers, or whether it's a driver simply showing up a few hours late and they're going to miss their delivery window for their customer, whatever it might be, big or small, we want our customer to have the visibility to be able to take immediate action so they can avoid some of the issues that they're currently facing with their supply chain. Right. When you say take immediate actions, so we all hear exceptions, but how do you solve those exceptions? So Luis, maybe you could speak to how you can go about collaborating using the Turvo or the Lineage Link and Turvo platforms. Yeah. And to the point that Eric was speaking to, you know, actionable visibility, you know, the industry talks about lack of visibility or visibility problems. And the approach in the industry has been buy another point solution to provide visibility when the product is on the truck or buy another visibility solution for when the product's in the warehouse. And you get my point. So the root cause is collaboration or the lack of collaboration between yourself, your customers, and your partners. If you're collaborating in real time, you then have that actionable data that allows you to either execute a different shipment or order or make a change to the route of a product or whatever it may be. Right. Yeah, you don't want to hear about the exception like, hey, you know, yesterday we missed a shipment or or that food went bad or this went wrong. You don't want to hear that happened yesterday. You want to say, hey, that truck is not at the right temperature. Let's take action right now before it goes too high and we have a problem with wasted food. And that's the point. We want to solve the root cause of what happens when visibility is not there. The root cause is that data, again, is fragmented. There's no digital collaboration between systems and people, and there's no ability to actually execute beyond visibility. Because like Eric says, you want to know where things are, but you also want to be able to take proactive or reactive actions so that you can provide that great customer experience. Yep. Yep. So Eric, we've talked about a little bit about the problems here. So could you describe how this should work in this perfect world that Lineage Link is part of? What does that perfect world look like? Give me some attributes of that. Well, well, I think fundamentally, we all have to recognize there is no perfect world, right? There's always going to be problems in the supply chain. It's just how quickly can we remedy those issues, right? So if a driver gets a flat tire on the way to an appointment, we see he's going to miss his appointment window. We can proactively reach out to that driver to reschedule them for later in the day instead of just having to show up and waiting for the next available time slot, which might be six hours later. Once we do that, our customer can see that that appointment has been rescheduled and it might affect the future delivery window for that driver's drop off. They can then proactively notify their customer so that they can take corrective action. So it's all about integrating all the supply chain stakeholders and coordinating them within this platform to facilitate better decision-making and avoiding the telephone calls, the email communications, the stuff that gets lost when someone takes a lunch break. All of the record is there. The audit trail is there. 
And you can then see exactly what's going on in real time to ensure that the product eventually gets there in, in a reliable fashion. Yeah. So to your point, there is no perfect world. So the best we can do is have good information and be connected on one platform and be able to collaborate when there is a problem and there is going to be a problem. And it's not, I should also point out, this is not just talking about over the road transportation. You're talking over the ocean (laughs) once it gets to domestic and also once it's within your customers, you still have that connectivity, right? That's absolutely right. This is vessel, ocean, freight, rail, you name it. We're thinking about the challenges associated with those different processes, right? And we just, you know, as of last week, we bought a company called Cryotrans, which specializes in building refrigerated rail cars. We recognize the need for these assets as we support our larger customers. And how do we better utilize these assets in ensuring that not only are they full on the way there, but they're full on the backhaul as well? So it's making sure that we have an understanding of how best we can utilize our assets and how best we can communicate those opportunities to our customers so that we can effectively utilize them. Yep, excellent. You know, it's interesting. I do a lot of podcasts, obviously. And when I'm talking to people, we talk about visibility all the time. But visibility usually is from my factory to my customer. Luis, talk about how this visibility is a lot more encompassing than that. Yeah, so when I think about visibility, you know, I think about visibility is understanding your business and knowing where everything is at any given time. And visibility starts at the order and finishes with cash. But it's not just, again, visibility. It's you have to be able to execute in the same software. What has, again, underserved the supply chain are visibility solutions where it'll say, okay, the blue dot is here. But now you have to swivel chair into a different system to take action. And what Turbo and Lineage Link does together is it brings visibility across your entire order to cash workflow and it allows your customer service representatives and your customers and your partners to actually execute in what Eric called that single pane of glass. I like it. I like it. So, Eric, summarize this bad boy for us, and then I want to get some final thoughts from you on this, Luis. Yeah, so Lineage Link is a collaborative supply chain platform that really enables our customers, as well as other stakeholders, to understand how food is moving through the supply chain and enable them to take corrective action when things inevitably go wrong to avoid excessive waste. Now, the challenge for us is that there is so much Under asset utilization, there is so much waste within the process that we really need to do better at this, right? It's incumbent upon us to avoid having wasted effort, wasted energy, wasted labor within the supply chain, because all that does is it raises the price and the cost of food. How do we ensure that we're effectively delivering food safely and within the quality uh, parameters that our customer requires to ensure that you know we can all get fed, regardless of whether or not we're facing a pandemic and in grocery stores are seeing a loss of product on the shelves, or anticipating future needs depending on other socioeconomic ramifications. Yep, this is what you're talking about here. Is when you're talking about this being disconnected and then the ability to collaborate and be under one pane of glass. That is supply chain resiliency. That is how you take risk out. 
<laughs> the way you add risk back in is not allowed us to communicate properly, not allowed us to solve those problems with collaboration along the way. That's exactly right. Yep. So, Luis, final thoughts on this topic? So every fundamental shift in any industry, as far back as you can think of, started because there was always the visionary thought leader that approached the problem in a significantly better way. And what we're very excited about is partnering with Lineage. And I believe Lineage is one of those companies that is going to reimagine the supply chain and stress the industry in a good way for all the benefits that Eric spoke about. But I see Lineage being that market maker that's going to stress the industry, challenge the way that customers and partners in this supply chain interact with each other. And I think that we're all going to be so much better for it when we continue to reinvent and be the kind of company that can reimagine the supply chain in a way that does make the world better and helps feed the world in a more efficient way. I love it. I love it. So, Eric, what's new over at Lineage? Well, first off, talk about this new partnership. And then, because I know it got announced today, because I saw Jeff D'Angelo talk about it. And talk about the announcement. And then what else is new over at Lineage? Yeah, so there's a press release that went out today touting our partnership with Turbo and how we're pushing Lineage Link to the broader marketplace for our customers. For us, this is a cost of doing business. This is a free service to our customers. Gives them not only visibility to day-to-day activities, but also uh, larger macro trends with what's happening with their product within our four walls. So it's really an opportunity for us to deliver a better service level to our customers by providing them better visibility and actionability. And what's great about this partnership with Turbo is that we're a lockstep. They recognize that. They have the same exact vision when it comes to the supply chain as a whole. And we couldn't be more excited about it. Excellent, excellent. So who does Lineage serve? We serve all the largest food manufacturers and food providers in the world. Wow. <laughs> That's nice. So so you're not just a, I know you guys have been on a buying spree. You've got, how many locations do you have in North America? In North America alone, we have over 225 locations. We have over 330 locations globally. We're currently in 15 different countries. As I mentioned, we made 39 acquisitions alone last year. We're looking at building a global footprint in this space. You can't bring technology to bear unless you have the physical assets. And so it's how do we do these two things jointly? We got to grow from an asset perspective. We have to have presence in the right markets. But then we also need to deliver the technology that really makes a difference for our customers. And that's what we're focused on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Again, if you're not paying attention to the logistics and supply chain, you guys need to check out Lineage because they've been on a buying spree to Eric's point. So, Luis, what's new over at Turbo? And I guess you can talk about this new partnership. And then what else is new over at Turbo? And who do you guys serve? So our customers are everyone in the supply chain, whether you're a service provider like Lineage or a shipper or a carrier. The supply chain is a team sport. And we've just had tremendous market acceptance. And I believe that this partnership with Lineage is going to elevate the visibility that we have, not to to, to use that word visibility, in the marketplace. But we have been growing at uh, more than 100% a year in all our metrics. And it's just a validation that 
the approach that we're taking to the market, you know, unify all your systems of record, connect with all your customers and partners in a digital way and collaborate in a more efficient way to provide a differentiated customer experience. That formula has really worked out well for us. Right. And, you know, we use the term visibility and I say there's a spectrum, one to 10. One is kind of, I'm doing check calls and I call it visibility. And then there's you guys, which are kind of on that 10. And the reason I say that is you're talking about end-to-end supply chain visibility. A lot of times when people talk about visibility, they're talking about, yeah, the truck that picked that up has a chip inside its ELD. There's a big difference between what we're talking about here. Again, this is from beginning to end. Is it an order to cash? Farm to fork. This is reimagining how the supply chain should work, Joe. Exactly the point. Yep. Well, and again, it, it was a, it's when somebody says I have visibility. If it ends at a certain point that it ends before the end of the supply chain, it's a solution, but it's just not the whole solution. That's the problem. So anyway, gentlemen, I really appreciate you coming on talking about Lineage Link and Turbo and good stuff. World is changing fast. <laughs> Joe, thank you for letting us tell the story of Turbo and Lineage. And Eric, thank you very much for your partnership. And we have so much more to do together. Yeah, it was a pleasure to be here, Joe. Looking forward on coming back on in a year and telling your viewers and audience how much we've really changed. (laughs) You you don't have to wait a year. (laughs) I got to do a lot of podcasts. (laughs) It was my pleasure, gentlemen. And thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next time, onward and upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversations with experts in the logistics field. If you're an expert and would like to be featured on the Logistics of Logistics podcast, please email Joe Lynch at joe at the logisticsoflogistics.com.